Bismillah. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillah. Ve salatu ve selamu ala Resulillah ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve men vela. Allahumma salli ve sellem ve zil ve barik ala Seyyidina Muhammed ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve sellem. Allahumma salli ala Seyyidina Muhammedin fil awalin ve salli alayhi fil akhirin ve salli alayhi fi kulli vaqtin ve hin ve salli alayhi ya Rabbena fil melel ala ila yumidin. Allahumma salli ve sellem ve zil ve barik alayhi ve ala alihi ve ala men teba'a sunnatuhu ila yumidin. It's loud enough? Are you sure? Yeah. It feels like so. I think maybe it needs one more. Is your energy low? My energy is always low. Don't tell the doctors. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. I waste too much energy fighting everything that goes on in here. If I was better in here, I'd have more energy. Uh, that much I'm sure about. Bismillah. The virtue of learning. <coughs> Verses from the Quran In his words subhanahu wa ta'ala And it is not for the believers to go forth to battle all at once For there should separate from every division of them A group remaining to understand To gain, obtain understanding and religion uh, And then to warn them when they go back It's the end of the verse And in his words so ask the people of the message If you do not know So these are on the virtue of learning uh, the first verse that's mentioned is probably the most famous one that's that's quoted as relates to seeking knowledge, and um, it uh, it basically says that even when people are going out to battle, so now I'm t- can uh, out of can you just put it up one? Do you know what to do? So I I can't ask you to do anything because then. Just one notch. So I don't have to work his heart. Okay. Uh, so the first verse is mentioning this. Uh, you know what might have happened? That's what happened. Watch this. Now it's loud. But it's better, it's clearer like this than the other one. <coughs> yeah. Alright, anyways. So the first verse is the, yeah, that's good, alhamdulillah. The first verse is the one that's more often quoted in, uh, as it relates to seeking knowledge. Assalamu alaikum, mashallah, anhu, salam, tfadanu, tfadanu. Tfadanu, mashallah. Mashallah. Assalamu alaikum, tfadanu. Al-Kanaba, al-Kanaba, ah. So it's the virtue virtue of learning. So this verse is basically saying that even when the believers go out to a battle, even when the believers go out to a battle, there should be a group of people that don't go to that battle, but rather they stay behind and they learn. And and the point of them learning is such that when the people come back from the battle, they'll be able to benefit from those who were, who studied, right? So. The idea is that no matter what, there should always be people studying. <coughs> because if, if, say, you know, say everyone goes out to the battle, everyone dies in the battle, and what happens afterwards? How do you regenerate anything, right? But if a group of people go out to the battle, some smaller group of people stay behind, and they learn and they do what they're doing and so on, then when whoever comes back comes back, they'll be able to keep the thing going, right? And uh, this is, you know, Islamic learning is really that simple in the end. Is that people will go and they'll spend time to learn. And they'll study and they'll study and they'll take text after text. And then after they'll eventually attain a level of, uh, 
of of uh, of knowledge, and they'll be able to teach others, right? Um. <coughs> Hmm. And in his words, so ask the people of the message if you do not know. Ask the people of the message if you don't. Uh, if you don't, if you don't know, then ask. Uh, there's a funny story, of course, that's that's oftentimes mentioned in this context. Is a story they say it was of Muhammad Abdu, uh, but either way, he said that he can find the answer to everything in the Quran. So someone came to him and they said, okay, if you can find the answer to everything in the Qur'an, then here's this bag of barley. Like, how much is in this bag of barley or wheat or something like that, you know? What's the quantity in this bag? And he was like, okay. And he told them, go find so-and-so and bring him here. So they found the person, they brought him here. And he asked him, how much do you think is in this bag? And he said, such and such. He knew the answer by looking at the bag. So he said, that's the answer. They said, you said you're going to find it in the Qur'an, but you found it from this guy. He said, yeah, the Qur'an said to ask the people of knowledge if you don't know. <laughs> and this guy, he knows. That's his field. He knows, he knows how much is here in this thing. So I brought him and I asked him and he gave the answer. And that's what the Qur'an told me to do. So the Qur'an still is the place that gave me the answer, right? So uh, ask the people of knowledge if you do not know. The prophetic reports, the Prophet ﷺ said, whoever travels a path seeking knowledge, God will illuminate or will guide that person to uh, a path leading to heaven. <coughs> God will guide him to travel a path that leads to heaven. It's an interesting translation. Um, and he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, verily, verily the angels lower their wings and cover the seeker of knowledge out of pleasure for what he produces. There's many narrations, you know. He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, any aspect of knowledge a man studies is better for him than the world and all it contains. That one they said it's actually mawquf. Mawquf is when it doesn't reach the Prophet Right? It actually reaches to the generation before him. So they say that, or I mean uh, after him. Of the, of the, it doesn't go to the Sahabi. It goes to the Tabi'i. So they said it's mawquf al-Hasan. Radiallahu an al-Hasan al-Basri. So it may not actually be a statement of the Prophet But the, the meaning is still sound. Uh, he also said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, actually the rest of the chapter are all strong, you know, the meanings are true, but they're technically by, by way of hadith sciences, they're not reliable narrations. But, uh, you know, the person should remain silent, S- scholars should not speak, uh, you know, that it's, it says, for example, it is not fitting for an ignorant person to remain silent about his ignorance or the scholar not to speak of his knowledge. This is a, um, it's a good statement, but <laughs> by hadith sciences, you know, it's considered to be not as reliable. Uh, but it's an important statement, right? So the ignorant person, they should remain silent, and the things that they're ignorant about, and the pro- and the the person who is a person of knowledge, then uh, they cannot stay silent in things that they know. Yes. <laughs> I wish it was, but there's no the the Arabics in the other one. If I know them, I'll say them in Arabic. Inshallah. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, for example, one of them was that 
من سلك طريق يلتمس فيه علما سهل الله له طريق إلى الجنة. That was one of them in the beginning. And the other one was in الملائكة تضع أجنحتهم لطالب العلم رضا بما يطلب يعني بما معناه. So and then and then after this, after the prophetic reports, it goes to the statements of the companions and the others. Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu he was reported to have said, I was humble as a seeker of knowledge, then I came to be regarded with honor and was sought after. So he says, uh, <coughs> he says, the, uh, uh, I think, ذللت وذللت طالبا وعززت مطلوبا. That I, I was in a position of humility as a talib, and then when I became the one, then I became the one who was sought. And I was I gained honor, so this is how you know learning goes. In the early stages of learning, everyone has to be, you know, they have to just take things as they come. Uh, sometimes you get made fun of. Sometimes things don't go the way you want them to go. Sometimes you're a genius person, but you're stuck selling watches in the square in order to get by. It's not me. <laughs> uh, Another man, he said, I have never seen anyone like Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhuma. When I see him, I see the most handsome man in appearance. When he speaks, he is the most eloquent man in speech. And when he expresses a judgment, he is the most knowledgeable. Ibn Mubarak radiallahu anhi said, I marvel at how anyone has not, who has not sought knowledge can prevail upon his soul to accomplish a single noble deed. So how can he do anything for himself? <laughs> A wise man said, I do not ask for Allah's mercy for anyone like I ask for the mercy for two types of people. A man who seeks knowledge but has no comprehension. And a man who has comprehension but does not seek knowledge. Abu Darda, so what that means basically is that some people, they have information but they don't have understanding. So he's saying, I ask forgiveness for the person who, they seek a whole lot of knowledge but they don't really get it. You know? It's a very dangerous kind of person. Person who seeks a lot of knowledge. They have a lot of store. The storehouses are filled, mashallah. But they just don't get it. And they can quote you everything and they can reference everything. And in the end, they're just, you know, they don't benefit from their knowledge. Allah protect us. And then the other person he said he seeks forgiveness for is the person who has comprehension but does not seek knowledge. So someone who understands things. They have a quick understanding. They're... they're they're quick to comprehend things. They, they're able to put ideas together. They're very intelligent. But they didn't put in the work to seek knowledge. Because it's not going to make any difference. If you're intelligent or not, if you don't put in the work, you don't get the consequence. You know. Someone had a post recently. I don't even remember who it was. But it said, uh, it said something along the lines of like, some people think they're students of knowledge, but they don't even study 10 hours a day. <laughs> you know, like, like who, what do you... You're you're a talibim now, but you don't even study ten hours a day. You're not a talibim. <laughs> he says this is the point is it has to, it takes a lot of effort. Abu Darda radiallahu anhi said, and that's true for every field, right? Like you see what people do when they're studying for the bar. You see what people do when they're when they're taking their medical school exams and stuff like that. Any field, you know, people if people are seeking mastery. Any PhD, you find them like people who are doing their PhDs and they're writing their thesis and stuff. They're just studying all day long doing their research and pulling the things together and so on. Abu Darda radiallahu anhu he said, studying an issue of religious knowledge is more beloved to me than spending the entire night in devotion. 
I think it's ta'allum mas'alatin min al-ilmi ahabu ilayya min ibadati layla. Radiyallahu anhu. He said as well, the scholar and the student are each partners in the good, while all the other people are rabble, there being no good in them. <laughs> so this, this, this stu- basically the student and the teacher, they're sharing in the good. And everyone else, they're just like, you know, there's no good in them. It's a pretty severe statement, right? Pretty true, though. I mean, you don't have to be like. A, I'm now uh, when he says student here, we're not talking about the ten hours a day student, but someone who just like cares to learn, care to know a little bit about their religion. They care to keep increasing, and we know how this goes, right? We've seen it in our own lives with our own with our own selves and with the people who are close to us. As soon as you stop putting fuel in the tank, eventually the the car runs out of gas. You know, it just that's the way it goes. When you stop putting fuel in. The car runs out. So uh, sometimes we, we go through periods where we're disconnected from uh, gatherings of remembrance or gatherings of knowledge and so on. And they have it has its consequences. <coughs> we ask Allah to make us people of learning, inshallah. He said as well, be either a scholar or a student or one who listens. Do not be a fourth lest you perish. Be a scholar or a student or one who listens. The student and the one who is listening, they're not exactly the same, right? The student's usually going to be like taking notes, they review them, so on and so forth. And someone else, they come and they listen. It's not bad either. Like listening is good too. And uh, you know, as we said before, sometimes even some of, some of the teachers, they wouldn't even want people to take notes because they want them to only be listening. And you can go back and review. If you, any note is just like enough to make sure that you, if there's something you didn't understand in the text or like whatever, you can make a little note. But... Otherwise, they want you to listen. So, you know, point is that be in these gatherings where, where knowledge is being sought and knowledge is being given out. And uh, it may come, but there's a beautiful narration af- actually. Uh, I don't remember who it's from. It might have been Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhumah as well. But um, he was in the marketplace and he, he, t- he, st- he called out to the people. He said, everyone is here, but in the masjid of the Prophet wasallam, the inheritance of the Prophet is being distributed. Like, what are you doing here? The inheritance is being distributed. And everyone got excited, so they ran to the masjid. Everyone ran to the masjid, and then they got to the masjid, and they were like, there's no money here. <laughs> you know, like they thought the actual, there was actual money being distributed, right? And they came back, and they're like, what, you told us that the thing is being distributed, and like we went there, we didn't find anything, we just found some people studying, and like, Seeking knowledge and stuff. He said, that's the inheritance. You know, like, that's what I was talking about. You missed it. <laughs> so, Atta radiallahu an. Atta radiallahu an. He said, a gathering held for the sake of dhikr atones for 70 gatherings held for the sake of entertainment. I don't know what the... 70. It's a pretty good ratio, though. It's a pretty good ratio. Allah is generous. Alhamdulillah. In the age of Netflix. Yeah, you come to one night. Uh, he says, uh, one majlis, one majlis, right? One majlis of dhikr atones for 70 majlises of entertainment. So you could watch, like, the first season of Urtagrul. It's like 70, gath- 70 gatherings <laughs> in one season. And then you come and... Go to the, go come to Thursday night dhikr. Umar radiallahu an said, The death of a thousand worshippers who spend their nights in prayer and their days fasting is easier to endure than the death of a person who is intelligent and insightful in what God has permitted and forbidden. 
<coughs> the death of a thousand worshippers who spend their nights in prayer and their days fasting is easier to endure than the death of a person intelligent and insightful in what God has permitted and forbidden. <coughs> what do you think he's saying for insightful? What word is he using? I don't know. We could get the Arabic. So there, in the one of the copies of the Arabic is there in the room. If someone wants to find it, Zawar. Anyone? It's a black and red book, and it's five really fat volumes. And the other one, in the library, and it's probably in that back corner. Black and black book, red box, gold writing, five really fat volumes, and we need the first one. Then we can read for Hagga too from the Arabic. <coughs> I do. I I usually read the Arabic before I come, but I read this last week, so you know I can't really remember right now. Um, but this reminds me of an incident that happened. Mashallah, Fatahallahu alaik. Thank you. I don't, this is actually not the copy I like to use. The copy I like to use at home. <coughs> so this is the one. Of Omar, right? After Atta. Yeah. Before Imam Shafi. Oh. So both of them together are translation for Basir. Yeah. Intelligent and insightful is Basir. Basirun Basirun where did it go? I lost it. Basirun bi halalillahi wa harami. Yeah, Basir. They have insight. Uh, there was this brother. Subhanallah, what was his name now? Mm. Uh, it might come. Anyways, he was a Libyan brother. Or was he Tunisian? One of the two. And uh, when we were in Egypt, he was like, it's really interesting when you're there because you can, like, first of all, as we said before, like most of the real learning is happening outside of the college. The real learning is happening in the gatherings of the shiuch outside of the university, in the masajid, in their homes, everything else. And then there is one, uh, and then as you go to those gatherings, you start to see like, similar groups of people in them so you know like these guys they're the senior students you know and then amongst them there was one one in particular who was who was quite senior like he knew all of the the top ulama and he'd be on in all of the gatherings he was finishing his i think he was still bachelor's when i was there but then he finished his master master's as well then he went back to his country and within just a short time being back he died in a car accident and when I read this hadith, it reminds me of that. 
or not this hadith, but this other that's saying saying that to lose someone like that is really big. Like this guy was in all the gatherings. He was always serving the students. Like it wasn't that he was he was always serving the students, helping all the new students, making sure they know what they need to know, helping like whatever. Always in the khidmah. And he went back and died in a car accident. And you start thinking to yourself like, man, it takes a lot of years to like. <laughs> That's like 15 years, you know, of serious, serious work. You lose like that. Some people we lose like 10 years of work to economics, you know. They go, they put 10 years of work in, they come back, they can't find a job. So they go work at a tech company. That's how it works in America. We have a number of people like that. Al-Shafi'i radiallahu anhi said, Seeking knowledge is superior to supererogatory devotions. Seeking knowledge is superior to supernarogatory devotions, which is Talibul Ilmi Afdalu Minan Nafila. Talibul Ilmi Afdalu Minan Nafila. So, and then uh, Imam Malik has a similar statement along the other lines. And one of his students says, Kuntu and Malik, Akrau Alayhi al Ilm, Fadakhla Dhur, Fajamatun Kutuba li Usali, Fakala Yahada, Meladi Kunta Ilayhi bi Afdal Mimma Kuntafi. So the student was with Malik He was studying with him When the time of Dhuhr came in So when the time of Dhuhr came in He says I, t- I gathered my books And I got up to pray Like you know Extra prayers And Malik told him Imam Malik told him Oh you The thing that you got up from Isn't better than the thing That you went towards As long as your niyyah was sound uh, If your niyyah was sound Then you, you didn't actually do the right thing <laughs> what you were in was better than what you're going to. <coughs> Abu Dadar radiallahu anhi said, Anyone who believes that rising early in the morning with the intention of gaining knowledge is not striving, is not jihad, is deficient in both opinion and reason. Qala Abu Dadar radiallahu anhi, Man ra'a inna ghuduwa ila talib al-inmi laysa bi jihad, faqad naqasa fi ra'ihi wa aqli. So, that's a sign that they don't really understand. They don't really get it. You know, that's to to get up early in the morning as jihad, to review, to to study, to review. Subhanallah. The virtues of teaching. So the first one, the first section on the virtues of knowledge, then on the virtues of learning, then on the virtues of teaching. (coughs) Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, so the verse that he quoted in the other one, that said that when they go out to battle, then some of them should seek knowledge. The second half of it says, so that uh, and warn their people when they return to them. You know, they warn the people when they go back to them. So he put the first half on the side of learning and the second half on the side of teaching, because the verse hits both, right? And his words, Subhanahu wa Taala, when God took a covenant from those who were given the book, He must make it clear to the people and not conceal it. You know, this is your this is your job. وَإِذَا أَخَذَ اللَّهُ مِثَاقِ الَّذِينَ أُوتُونَ كِتَابًا لَتُبَيِّنُنَّهُ لِلنَّاسِ وَلَا تَكْتُمُونَ That you will you will clarify. This is your covenant. When you gain when you gain knowledge, this is the covenant that you take. It's agreeing that you will tell people what the truth is. You won't hide the truth. Now, does that mean that you have to scream the truth in everyone's face all the time? No. It just means that if someone asks you, you have to tell them. And if there's a reason why you need to say it, then you need to say it. But some people, it seems like they believe that we have to scream it in people's face all the time. 
<coughs> his words, but indeed a party of them conceal the truth with the, w while they know it, is a prohibition against concealing the truth, just as he subhana stated concerning testimony, for whoever conceals it, his heart is indeed sinful. And the Prophet wasallam said, God only bestowed knowledge upon a scholar after taking the same covenant from him that he took from the prophets. That is, that they make it clear to the people and not conceal it. You know, so it's uh, it's, it's a commentary on that verse. That that's the same covenant that the prophets had. The people of knowledge have the same covenant. They have to they have to share it. Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum. Mashallah. Welcome, doctor. <coughs> yes. Kind of start to see the the use uh, the use of the word "born" as kind of like an interchangeable synonym for teaching. Mm. Do you have any thoughts on that? Mm. Like, like in some of the first revelations, prophets being told to stand and warn the people. It's called a warner and a bringer of glad tidings. Yeah. Right, that's part of it. Is that these are because these are kind of like the various capacities of a teacher that the teacher will do different things actually it, now now that you say it that way and you think about this verse of when when Allah says that the prophet sallallahu is sent as shahidan wa mubashiran wa nadira that he sent as a witness and a giver bringer of glad tidings a giver of glad tidings and a warner right? and all all of these are going to be in the capacity of the teacher Sometimes the teacher is just going to be there with the person. They're going to they're going to be just the reminder for them whether or not they say anything uh, by being with them. And sometimes they'll have to warn the person. Sometimes they'll have to, sometimes they'll give them glad tidings. Um, I think that the idea of warning people is is hard to swallow now. <laughs> we don't we don't like being warned very much. Was the other one? It was warning, giving glad tidings, and witnessing. Sometimes warnings are important, you know, or like at least warning in like the sense of you know they're reminding them, they're giving them, they're they're putting emphasis on it. Um, isn't isn't like on Sunday our class? That's warning technically. Warning, yeah, teaching the diseases of the heart yeah, is, a is a warning, yeah. Uh, it, it, for some reason what comes into my mind right now Is this incident that happened one time We met this uh, This sheikh in Egypt It was a funny experience We went to his house And we sat down in the living room I was with a friend of mine And he says uh, He says you know he, Of course he says salam And like you know sit down and whatever And then he's like He just looks up looks at us and he says Have you memorized anything from the Quran? And we're like, yes. <laughs> and he's like, did you memorize all of it yet? We're like, no. And he's like, okay, how much did you memorize? And we had to, it was like the interrogation started, you know. He's like, how much did you? He's an old sheikh. Said, how much did you memorize? And we're like, so and such and such. He's like, yalla iqra, read something. We're like, from where, you know? And he's like, min a makan iqra ma shit iqra. He's like, read whatever you want, but you're gonna read right now. So we started reading, and then he's like, it's not bad, you know. And tells the other brother, like, how about you? He had memorized more than me. He's like, okay, that's good. Then he gave us a warning. He's like, don't leave Egypt without memorizing the Qur'an. It's a good warning. We didn't listen to him. But it's a good warning. I didn't listen to him, I should say. The brother I was with, he did, actually. And uh, so did all the other people that I was studying with that were... <laughs> 
people who, you know, yeah, anyways, <laughs> much better than I am. Um, but he actually did memorize the Quran. But yeah, he asked us, and he's like, read. And then he's like, okay, and how about uh, your salat? Uh, has your salat, you pray in the masjid? We're like, yeah. He's like, all of them? We're like, no, you know, sometimes. <laughs> we're lazy. And then actually while we were there, the adhan got called, and he was, he's an old man. The adhan got called, and he was moving to the, down the stairs to the masjid. He was, you know, first row. And uh, then we came back, and he's like, how about your fasting? Are you fasting? And we're like, not really, you know, trying to study. And, you know, you always have excuses. It was good warning. In retrospect, it was good warning. But like I said, some of us were very arrogant and stubborn. We don't like to get good warnings. So then we just don't listen. And then we lose the benefit. Other people listen. They memorize the whole Quran. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ahli wa sahbihi wa sallam. And he subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Who is better in speech than one who invites to God and does righteousness? And who is better in speech than one who invites to God and does righteousness? And he said, Subhana, invite to the way of your Lord with wisdom. And he said, Subhana, and teach them the book and wisdom. So we'll stop here, inshallah, so that we can begin the dhikr portion. And uh, so we stop on the prophetic reports and the virtues of teaching, inshallah. So we'll come to that next time. Alhamdulillah. <laughs>